The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and went according to his custom into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They also asked, Is this not the son of Joseph? He said to them, Surely you will quote me this proverb, Physician, cure yourself, and say, do here in your native place the things that we heard were done in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent but only to a widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha, the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman, the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built to hurl him down headlong. But he passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Who's the Gospel of Today's Gospel could be viewed as the mission statement of Jesus, at least that first part where he reads from the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. This is why Jesus came. And as it says, the people were amazed, they were happy to hear that this particular prophecy was being fulfilled in their midst. So there was this initial sense of excitement and joy and anticipation, but then they let doubt enter into their hearts and they started to look at Jesus with mere human eyes. Wasn't this Joseph's son? Didn't we see him grow up here? I mean, where did he get all this? And Jesus reminds them of a couple stories from the Old Testament 
that spoke of God's favor coming upon rather unlikely people. Namely, people who were not of the chosen race. And they took offense at that. And they realized that they had certain expectations of the Messiah that Jesus didn't live up to. In their own estimation, he couldn't be the Messiah. And now they wanted proof. Their hearts were hardened. So let's just pray that our hearts would not be hardened, that we would be open to God's self-revelation. We've all seen and heard God's power and presence acting in our lives and in the lives of other people. We have experienced God working through us and with us and in us. You might say that it's the mystical humanity of Jesus that we experience that is being lived out in us. God making us members of his body, his mystical body, and now calling us to go out and do the things that he did in his name. I think we realize though that before we go out and just do these things, we have to be very firmly rooted and grounded in who we are. And the Lord doesn't want us to overlook that. I think the first part of that prophecy today is a great reminder for us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, first and foremost, to bring glad tidings to the poor. Well, we are the poor. <laughs> we are the poor. Everybody who is a human being experiences a kind of poverty. We all recognize that we are needy. So you could equate poverty with neediness. And we have all kinds of needs, starting with physical needs just to survive, air, water, food, rest, clothing, shelter, <clears throat> very basic needs. But then in order to thrive, we have other needs that are emotional and psychological and certainly spiritual. These speak to relationship. And God knows that better than we do, that's for sure. And so he has come to be our friend, our savior. He has come to show us the way to the Father, to make us sons and daughters. And all of that speaks to relationship. Very close, intimate relationships. And God has made us partakers of all of these intimacies of his that he has with himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's from that eternal exchange of love that love flows out, is poured out into our hearts. And as we get filled up, 
then we can go out and bless others and love on others. And yes, even bring healing of minds and hearts and bodies to others. So let's pray today that we can be open to whatever we need, that we can express those needs that we have unabashedly with no shame, with no fear to the Lord. He has come for us. He has come for you in spirit and in truth, in word and sacrament. God has come to you and he comes to us also through each other. And so we thank God also for that grace of human friendship, of our human family, of our spiritual family. And we pray for God's love to flow ever more freely into us and out of us so as to become one, to make us one. Jesus, we echo your prayer, your prayer from the Last Supper to the Father, that we would all be made one in you. Amen.